I'm back. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Devon, and you are tuning in to the first episode of The Crazy, The Cool, The Calm with Charles Devon. And I am excited to share this with you. I've been working on this for a few months, trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do, what I wanted to say, and uh, and the takeaway from it. You know, I wanted to make sure that you guys could take something away from this particular podcast. Many of you may know me as one of the co-hosts of This Ain't a Movie podcast that was um, ramped up in the early of January of last year. Um, it quickly dissolved after about nine months for undisclosed reasons, and I am back with the jump off. <laughs> I'm back solo dolo with my own show. I'm excited to to bring uh, you into the world of my mind. And we can talk about a lot of great things. And uh, yeah, so basically, you are my co-host. I am going to be taking a lot of different questions. I'm going to be taking a lot of different polls. And I'm also going to have a lot of guest stars that will be uh, talking about things that they have coming up in, in their life in LA or their life in uh, as an entrepreneur, as an artist, as a singer, whatever it is that they want to be, because I am really focused on people who are creative uh, in their own way. And that's what this podcast is going to talk about a lot. It's going to shed a, a lot of light on creative individuals and people who want to do a lot of creative things. So I'm excited about that. My first episode is here. And we are talking about the none other than Beyonce. <sighs> what can I say? What can I say? That is a woman there. Let me just start with that. That is a woman. And I am excited because I had the opportunity, the pleasure to be at Coachella Weekend 2. And it was amazing to see Beyonce Gazelle knows in this performance, this comeback performance after having the twins. Let me make this disclaimer. I've been a Beyonce fan uh, since girls' time. So I I love me some Beyonce. I've also been there through all of the Destiny Child groups. You know, it's been about three or four of them. And I've been there through that, too. But the main thing is I've seen this woman evolve uh, in the, the, out of the 15 years that I've known her. You know, I've really just seen <laughs> Look at me say that I know her, like I really do know her, like I got her number of my phone. <laughs> I did meet her once, but that's a whole other story. That's another podcast, I'll tell y'all about that. But yeah, like 15 years of knowing this woman, she continues to reinvent herself. The reason why Beyonce stay on stay on top, and people always say, oh, Beyonce is overrated, da, 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 da. No, the reason why this woman stay on top is because of endless reinvention. This woman reinvents herself time after time after time after time. That makes her second to none. She came out with a hundred piece band, dancers, choir, like, are you kidding me? Like, this is a joke. Like, this woman came out with a hundred people and killed the Coachella show, making it the best Coachella past, present, and future. <laughs> like, nobody can top this show. Like, it was amazing. Not only that, she was very woke in this particular show. She talked about black women being oppressed, being underdeserved, undervalued, underdesired. She talked about, um, you know, she she shed light on HBCUs. And let me tell you something. Y'all know I love HBCUs because I am a product of an HBCU. Shout out to Clark Atlanta University. Uh, she also shed light on pledging on black letter organizations. I'm also a member of Alpha Alpha Attorney Incorporated, the Alpha Phi Chapter. Number four, follow eight. 
And I am extremely like overwhelmed at the fact that she took such a woke and black concept and really just brought it to Coachella where a lot of people didn't really understand. Like I was in the audience, she sang Lift Every Voice and Sing, y'all. Lift every voice and sing, huh? Huh? Y'all don't know y'all don't know about it. Y'all don't know about it. Lift every voice and sing is what she sang. And I was in the audience and these people were like, um, it's just I've heard deluxe edition of uh lemonade. No. It is lift every voice and sing. It's been around for a hundred years. Our ancestors whispers in our ear the words when we about to go ham. Because we need to know that we lift every voice and sing. It's crazy because that that's been the black national anthem for years, like for since I've been born, like and before that probably. But it's crazy how so many people have never heard that song. Don't even know what it's about. Don't even know what it what it represents. And it's amazing that acapella, this woman came out on, on, on her of her stature, of her uh, level of of stardom and fame and just killed it acapella and shed it light on such of an, an amazing thing like uh like just woke i mean i just i can't even speak like formation the super bowl and now this like what what are you saying what's going on beyonce like what are we doing here <laughs> but i loved it i love the concept i love the way that she did it i love how she brought it all together and people were still out there just trying to gather themselves because they was like what did, what just happened what did i just witness it was amazing and not to mention that I knew at least six people on that stage. First of all, why did people didn't tell me that they was going to be doing that? Second of all, when was the auditions? Because I can step and I can sing. So why was I not called? Third of all, how many non-disclosures do you got to have for this? Like, clearly y'all was tight-lipped. Y'all must have signed a non-disclosure, gave y'all lives away. Like, what was going on? But congratulations to everybody who was involved. I, I completely understand why y'all was so secretive and was going to set I mean practice and <laughs> for those who don't know what set is I can't I can't explain it to you it's just a play it's just, I can't explain but anyway those who do will get it anyway so yeah like for those of you who had to go to practice and, and really got involved with this show just amazing and shout out to one of my fraternity brothers uh Jamal who helped her choreograph that show um it was amazing it was just simply amazing. Like I can't, I can't, I can't say anything else other than amazing. Nothing shy of amazing. No beat was missed. No step was missed. No note was missed. Like it was just lit. So, congratulations to Love My Life, Beyonce knows. Um, and then the crazy part about it is, she said that she com- that she drum. You know, last year she was supposed to. Excuse me, last year she was supposed to perform at Coachella, but she was pregnant with the twins that y'all will never get to see. And <laughs> and she dreamt this whole show up, like, and her mother was even like, Beyonce, don't do this show. Like, I want you to do something else, like, you know, something that's more relatable to everybody. And she was like, I'm at a place in my career to where I can do whatever I want. And this is the vision that I want to bring to fruition. And that thing rocked. So congratulations to everybody that was involved. Congratulations to Beyonce. I am extremely grateful to have witnessed such a great show. And years now, I'll be telling my kids, Yes, daddy was there. <laughs> Moving along, Coachella, Coachella, Coachella. Oh, my God. Y'all, it was so hot. Like, it was 100 degrees. Like, first of all, if you're trying to go to Coachella next year, let me give you some tips. Rule number one, or tip number one, drink some water. Because 
Coachella Heat will have you out here, okay? Do not be just drinking liquor because liquor will have you dehydrated and you will be out there about to pass out like me on day one. I was ready to go. Ready to go. It was too hot to be out there playing with people. Like, it was just too much. It was just too much. That's desert heat. Like, I had to go find me three bottles of water and smash those three bottles of water in a matter of minutes. Like, just make sure that you're hydrated. Another thing is, please be aware of the druggies. Like, Coachella is, like, the main place to go to take, like, everybody with high off something. Like, so one guy came up to us and was like, yo, do you have any Zans? Because I take that to come down off acid. Sir, no, we don't. Like, do we look like we got Zans? No. No, I'm sorry. You need to go find a drugstore, obviously, because there's nothing that we can do for you. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, this one girl came up to me and was like, do you have any E? E, E what? E, E what? <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. So that was interesting. Um. Anyway, the moral is everybody be out there high, and if you don't do drugs, you got to be aware of these people because these people will bother you and ask you for drugs. And my one of my uh bros that I was with, Raheem. Shout out to Raheem. First of all, Raheem actually came up with the title of this podcast. So he always say I don't give him credit. Now it's documented that I did. <laughs> but shout out to Raheem because somebody came up to Raheem and was like, Raheem, no, no, my other fraternity brother, one of my fraternity brothers performed at Coachella. First of all, let's go back. Shout out and give a big round of applause to my boy, Young Licks, who is also the ace on my line. And he performed at Coachella with DJ AC Slater. And that thing was rocking. We was in that thing going ham. It was an amazing show. He did an amazing job. I'm extremely ex- excited for his success. But at that performance, Raheem was like, yo, I feel like I should be giving out free Molly in here. And not, like, no lie. Ten people came up to him and was like, Molly, did you say free Molly? And it was it was like a movie. So, anyway, I, I said it to say, just be prepared for the people coming to ask you to do drugs. And if you're somebody like me who don't do drugs, then you have to be prepared for people who do. Because they will sit up there and dance the entire day without breaking a sweat. You ever seen crackheads dance and move and don't break nothing? That's exactly what these people was doing. And they was doing more than crack, okay? Meth, anything that you can ever think of, that's what they was doing. Be prepared for the walking. The walking is intense. Oh, like walking from the parking lot into the venue is an hour alone. I ain't gonna say an hour. It's probably about a good 20 minutes, but it feels like an hour. It's at least a mile that you're walking to get into the place. And then you got to walk from stage to stage, like, i.e., Miguel was performing on a different stage than Cardi B. Cardi B was performing on a different stage than The Weeknd. So we all had to, like, go to from stage to stage to see who was performing and who was doing what. So be prepared of that for sure. Be prepared to just listen to new music. Like, I was extremely uh, excited to just listen to new music and listen. Like, I'm an artist myself, so I like to see people's sets and what they put together and how they put the things together and their background singers and the colors that they use and the visuals that they use. Like, all that is intriguing to me. So it was good to see people that I've never heard or never listened to do their own set. And it was dope. Like, this one girl came out and was just banging on these drums and was just killing it. So, like, be prepared for stuff like that. Like, to, to have a great deal of respect for other kind of music and other type of people. And that's the thing that I like about Coachella. Like, everybody was there from all walks of life, from different, you know, races, from different um, uh, musical background, from different tastes. But everybody was there for one simple thing which was music and to enjoy music and that's exactly what everybody did so 
Shout out to all the Coachellas that was out there and that rocked it out. Uh, Coachella was definitely a success. I mean, it was my first time, so I'm officially not a Coachella virgin anymore. And the crazy thing is I've been here for five years and never been to Coachella. And I know people who's been going for the last five years. And I'm like, first of all, I can't do Coachella for the last for five years in a row. Can't do it. Like, there's no way. I may go next year. May not. It depends on who's performing. But definitely my first time was amazing. And I would encourage anybody to go um, to Coachella because it is a great time. I mean, yeah, you got to pay an arm, a leg, and a heart to get there. But once you get there, you'll really enjoy it. And the music and the, and the ambiance and the vibe would just kind of just take over. And you'll be like, wow, I'm really having an amazing time. So shout out to Coachella. Uh, this podcast mainly will talk about, will be broken up into three segments. Um, for the next few podcasts, at least, we will be having a crazy segment, a cool segment, and a calm segment. Um, crazy, I'm going to talk about a lot of things that are going on crazy, whether it be in my life or in social media. The cool segment is going to be some cool things that's going on. And then the calm, I'm really going to just bring it back and get y'all some inspiration and quote or two or something just to take with you um, because I want you guys to leave this podcast with something. Um, so I do want to talk about a few things. First of all, what in the hell is going on with Kanye West? Like, what is going on? Like, after this man lost his mom, I just really think that there was no point of return for him. Like, he just went downhill. Like, he is officially a Kardashian. He is officially doing crazy things, saying crazy things. Like, he officially fell out with all his friends, including Beyonce and Jay-Z. And you know when you fall out with Beyonce and Jay-Z, you just basically committed suicide on your career. So it's just like one of the type of things that's just like, is are you doing this as a plot or a ploy to get your music out? Like, what is going on, my dude? Because we really need to figure this out. Like, I knew you was crazy, but I didn't know you was batshit crazy. <laughs> I knew you was crazy, but I didn't know you had all this going on. Like, this is scary at this particular moment. For many of you who don't know, he has tweeted in support of the Donald um, Donald Trump, y'all, president, and he has definitely started to really cause a lot of commotion and an uproar with the fact that he supported a lot of his uh, ideas and, and the way that he thinks. And to me, I feel like it's okay to support First of all, it's okay to have your own opinion. It's okay to support policies and things of that nature. But for you to be on the man wagon of how this man thinks and how he do business says a lot about you. And me, as a person who is not a Donald Trump supporter, I can only say that the only thing I can do at this moment is pray for you because now you have entered into something that I don't really think that you can backpedal out. And even his wife, you know, Kim had to definitely step in and be like, yo, chill out. Like, you're tripping at this moment. Who is reportedly not a Donald Trump fan? But it has to be difficult for him to really live in this box for so long about how he felt about Donald Trump. Because what was he doing the campaign? What was he doing the inauguration? You know what I'm saying? He did meet with him after he became president. But where was the, the supporter of Trump during this time? Which makes me to lead me to believe that it's all a, a ploy to get people to buy his new music. And it's like, you don't have to do that. You're Kanye West. Like, people are going to buy your music regardless. But I digress. Uh... I don't want to spend too much time on it because my my pressure get up. But what I will say is, let's just pray for Kanye West and uh, the Kardashian family because obviously they have a lot more going on than than uh, Bruce becoming Caitlyn. Ah, uh, just a moment of silence for Bill Cosby because that man just 
like recently has been convicted, like has found guilty on three charges of rape. And, you know, when I was little, I really wanted to be a Cosby kid. No lie. I really did. I wanted to be a Cosby kid so bad. I wanted Felicia Rashad to be my mama so bad. And obviously that didn't work out. My line name is the Cosby, so shout out. Um, but one of the main things that I know about Bill Cosby is that he was the world's best TV dad, most admired darling TV dad. Like he was amazing on that show and an amazing person in real life. I don't really know how true it is about these allegations with these women, but what I can say is what is done in the dark will always come to the light. And I feel like they had enough information of a lot of inappropriate behavior to the point that they got to the verdict of guilty. He may not have raped these women. He may not have touched them inappropriately, but there was some inappropriate behavior that was non-consensual that they reached an agreement to. And to me, that is a lot. And I want to just say, like, if you are a male out here and you out here touching on these girls or doing things inappropriate with these women, Please get your life together and stop that because if a woman say no, just let it go. I don't care how horny you are, how ready you are, if you think she's ready or not. Women are taking men out by the numbers these days on them saying no and you're continuing to pursue them. Just let it go, my dude. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for you to be caught up in a, in a scandal, in a, in a, in a lawsuit, in anything because at the end of the day, all you had to do was stop. Now, a lot of these women out here lying, like, you know, Russell Simmons has just been found. All of his charges were dropped because he, you know, a woman said that she he raped her and he brought forth news that she sent directly after they had consensual sex that he said. So at the end of the day, it's like some women are really making some stuff up just to get that money. And those women are making it hard for the women that have definitely been out here and definitely been victims of uh, sexual harassment and, and rape and things of that nature. So. My heart goes out to the to women who are facing that and women that are standing up for themselves. I, I want to say that I completely support this movement. The Me Too movement has taken over Hollywood. I know because I live here <laughs> and I completely support that, that movement. I feel bad for a lot of men who have just got caught up and got carried away because typically that's what happens. But, you know, it's a new day and a lot of women are not standing for a lot of things that a lot of men have been doing for years. So my brothers... Stay strong out here. Stay, stay woke. And my sisters, I hope that a lot. Uh, I hope that you know you guys can take a lot away, of, can take a lot from this, and can continue to move on as beautiful women that you are. So, ah uh, man, I feel like I just talked a lot. I feel like this is a lot of information that I've just given you guys. So, I'm gonna end it right here. This is my first episode. I appreciate everybody for tuning in and for 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 checking out my new podcast again this will be a weekly thing every friday that thing gonna drop and uh i'm gonna be asking questions and asking you guys what you think and asking you guys to talk about certain things and what should we talk about so i want you all to be ready and prepared for that and uh yeah so thank y'all for rocking with me and again we will be back next week same time same place with your boy charles devon be safe love and blessings